0: Bare naked. Bare naked, bare naked. Bare naked. ABCs. Welcome to the Bear Naked ABCs, where we review and rate every Bear Naked Ladies song from 7 to Y. I'm your host, Tracy, and I am joined tonight by.
1: Aaron! And Michelle!
0: <laughs> and tonight's song is back a b-side on the brian wilson 2000 cd which was interestingly enough released in 1996 this cd isn't rare but it also isn't easy to obtain so if you are like me you may never have heard of this song in your entire life i have to say that i don't know about you guys well aaron i know you're new to to kind of come to the band but i don't know about you michelle I had never heard of this song until I started exploring their catalog. And even then I had to dig deep before I found this in their listings anywhere.
1: Yeah, I've never heard it. I thought it was interesting. I was never like, what was album either. is this on? I'd never heard it, heard of it, nothing.
2: I mean, uh, to be fair, I've only, I have only—I probably haven't heard 90% of their catalog. But I, I, <laughs> I've not heard this before. No, I enjoyed it.
0: So this... Was originally recorded for "Born on a Pirate Ship," and this was their naked song off that album. Oh, really? But somehow, it, yeah, but somehow it didn't make it onto the album. I wish it had. Not quite sure. I know. I'm not quite sure how that happened. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I'm trying to pull up the pull up the songs that were on that album.
2: Question: When was this uh, recorded? What year?
0: This would have been recorded in I. think think in 1995 because it was released in 96
2: well i wondered as i read some of the lyrics they're pretty dark and i wondered if maybe they were concerned <laughs> no but in all seriousness i wonder if they were concerned about seeming insensitive towards people who had you know uh, been paralyzed and, I, and i'm not trying to to <laughs> throw a wet towel on this i think it's a very funny song and very well written and the lyrics are clever but i do wonder if maybe that had something to do with it we'll get more into that when we when we discuss the lyrics i'm sure
0: i had only ever collected and listened to the full albums before this we're going to cover a lot of b a lot of b-sides on this podcast in creating the catalog this was one of the songs i was most excited to bring to the table it in hearing the song and the first time i heard this song it was pure joy for me to hear a bnl song i'd never heard before but hear it the only way to explain it is this is what BNL was in the early days, to me, and it had that feel, and just I will go into all the reasons why, but I just felt like this was a pure bare naked ladies song essence, you know, in the in the essence of it, and to hear something new just just regenerated all this these wonderful feelings in me to to pull this up. So I was like, I can't wait to hit this song. Um, I have been excited for months on on the idea of reaching the song so i'm going to put in right here here's a quick snippet of this song i will be posting a youtube video of this song not the real video but a fan-made video just so people who have never heard this song before can hear this b-side recording i broke my back I flat on my so, with that, Aaron, why don't we get over to the music? Why don't we just start discussing the music of this?
3: The br- 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 breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> breakdown, breakdown,
2: breakdown. Aaron's gonna talk about construction and time. All right. Uh, well back is paced at about 170 beats per minute which is vivace lively and fast it's quite fast faster than we're used to hearing on average for sure it's one of the first things i noticed about the song is how fast it was uh it's in the key of g major the chord structure for the verse is one four five one (laughs) so that uh that axis of awesome song that we referenced previously um that's a classic rock chord progression most definitely uh, it starts right off with the first verse, no intro at all. I like that. It just you know starts off with um, with Stephen singing, and then the the drums and everything else come in after um, on the downbeat. So I like that a lot. Uh, comes right in, and hits you hard. Uh, it's the structure is you know verse one, chorus, verse two, chorus, bridge. They tell me I shouldn't be discouraged. Uh, Verse 3 and then chorus Uh, There's a very quick out Barely an outro to match the lack of an intro The song ends simply with I fell flat on my ass So, I fell flat on my ass uh, It's really the structure is A, B, A, B, C, A, B Which is the classic pop song Rock song, popular music in general uh, Song structure Um, You know, nothing wrong with with doing it If you do it right And uh, they certainly did it right here
1: I really liked it. Me too. I was surprised to hear, though, that it's from 96. Because um, just listening to mm. I mean, I hadn't heard it before. But listening to it, I was like, is this on Gordon? Is this... Like, it felt like... Very much, yeah. The energy, And maybe it's just because of the pace. Like you had said, Aaron, it's really fast, and it's fast for them. But it just... I was like, wow, they sound so young, and they've got so much energy. <laughs> and I, it felt like, as I was listening to it, not knowing when it came out, I thought, this is the prequel to what they're going to sound like like this is them becoming who they are Mm. um that's interesting that it was going to be on born on a pirate ship right which is and that's when they correct
0: me that's the third album right
1: yeah i think so so
0: it's weird because that was when they were to to use the pun intentively they were sinking at that (laughs) point like the the band was really kind of struggling to and and flushing out the water out of the boat you know, quite a bit at that point. It's it's amazing that they. I wonder if part of that has to do with the fact it was a naked song. Maybe. Like, I wonder if that brought some of the energy.
1: Maybe that would make sense. Yeah, that's
2: that's a good point. Maybe they played it a little faster because they're like, <laughs> let's
1: get this over with. Um, yeah, it just had yeah. it had a lot of energy <laughs> and it was. Although the the topic was really dark. Oh yeah. And it makes me wonder, like you had said again, Aaron, if it's based on something literal, or if it's figurative, like if there was something that happened where he made a public
2: Made an ass of himself. Yeah, made an ass (laughs) of himself.
1: And for no good reason, like not in a grand dramatic way not for anything that meant Mm -hmm. anything but just because he wasn't paying attention
2: yeah well i unless he was having a
1: psychic moment (laughs) flashing forward (laughs) to his downfall in 10 years or so 10 11 years you're gonna feel
2: terrible michelle if that really happens
1: (laughs) Like if he had a dream about his, his yeah, problems could be. and issues. <laughs>
2: Prophetic dream. If, um, if you, I we
1: fell flat on my ass. I,
2: I like that idea, though, Michelle, That is potentially like uh, an analogy. Because I, I don't know about you guys. I certainly uh, have quite a bit of uh, neuroses when it comes to looking back on things I've done. Even in my childhood, I will, uh, upon reflection at some point, I'd be like, oh man, why did I do why? that or why did I say that? And that way, why? I'm always constantly replaying them mm. in my head. I'm definitely like very much a Jerry Seinfeld in that sense. <laughs> yes. And once Jerk
1: you go, store. and once you go down the spiral, you can't get out of it. You just have exactly. to go. You can't cut it off. You have to just feel it all over again, and it's awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting
0: that we keep assuming that this is a, a Stevens song. Like- it sounds
1: like a Stevens song.
0: It does. Oh, most definitely. I mean, it it definitely has the the page Robertson Magic where they definitely were Mm -hmm. collaborating and the whole band was adding their pieces in. But I have to agree with you. Like Nowhere out there will give me any information about who wrote this.
1: I can't find a thing about it. I was looking on different you know on google on mozilla just on different places to see if i could find anything i can't find anything about it no i did find yeah this one i found the lyrics on some weird lyric website but that was it probably
2: the same one i was looking like, at yeah the, there were, the funny thing is there were like Everything else was coming up when I was looking at, like, uh, they have several songs with the word back in them. Yes,
1: they do. <laughs>
2: Everything else was coming up when I was searching for this. But yeah, no, I want it before, because we're definitely, we're, I can, I can hear us veering into the, the lyrics discussion. So right before we do that, I did want to throw out some shout outs. Uh, first of all, I don't know who was playing the banjo on this track, but amazing bluegrass banjo picking. I really dug the.
0: Could be Ed. Considering this was supposed to be for Born on a Pirate Ship, my assumption, so this would be a time when Andy was there, but also part mm-hmm. of the time wasn't there, which might be why we don't, I can't hear any instruments Andy would be playing, but I think almost distinctively this would be Ed playing the banjo
2: hmm well ed did a great job if that was him or whoever did it i loved it it was uh it was great um my very first thought i will be honest my very first thought upon hearing this oh actually i'm, I'm sorry this would be my second thought my very first thought and i'm glad that i changed my mind but my very first thought when i first heard it come in was oh i don't think i'm gonna like this one that much <laughs> uh and my second thought was sounds kind of like Around" by blues traveler now in retrospect i think maybe it's the chord progression and and uh the vocal style nice. in the verse that does remind me of that yeah. uh as the as the song progressed and uh and i heard more of it I, I i stepped away from that and i certainly stepped away from i didn't think i was gonna like it because i ended up really liking this track but it's interesting because this is one of the ones where the lyrics for me really made it oh yeah um i think this would be a fine <laughs> i'd be a fine tune regardless But if it weren't for the black humor and the lyrics, uh, I don't think I would have enjoyed it nearly as much. And I really, really did uh, enjoy the song.
1: That's a classic Steven move to have those great upbeat musical components and then the (laughs) lyrics that are dark as hell. Um, oh that's, yeah, that's the beautiful juxtaposition, and that's why I love this band.
0: Can we talk
2: about some of the lines?
0: Yes. Yeah, and, and I think we should, because like the, like you said, Aaron, the lines make this song. Oh yeah,
2: this is one of the the greater like as far as the dark humor, which I love, of course. So you know, first uh, right out of the right out of the gate, I thought I was wide awake, but my legs were still asleep. <laughs> oh, uh, I love the puns and the. Plays I think on we can words. all relate to that, and then I, I love that. He, he's lamenting that he doesn't have a cooler story about how he became paralyzed. <laughs> like, that's his concern, is that when I'm, if somebody asks me, I'm at a bar, I'll be like, I nah, fell down the stairs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I will- He wishes he had that war story to tell that could impress people, but instead he just fell flat on his ass, so that's enjoyable. Those things I used to take for granted, now I take sitting down. I can't brush my teeth, chew my nails, give the finger to a clown. (laughs) Uh But once again, my favorite part is the bridge, especially due to the lyrics. So they tell me I shouldn't get discouraged, but they tell me I'll never walk again. They say I'm going to need a lot of courage, and they say I'm going to need a lot of friends. But what I really need is a pair of electric legs, so I wish some genius would just invent them. Yes! And if they cost too much, I'd share them with someone else, or scour the yellow pages and I'd rent them. <laughs> As- it's almost Dr. Seussian, but it makes it work. It's so great. Um, that that also made me wonder when this song was written, because, of course, we da- we now do have bionic legs. Right. Um, really cool, actually, that we can actually reflect and say that. We are living <laughs> in the future, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, that was, this song was written over 20 years ago, so, you know, mm-hmm. significantly different time.
2: But- and, I, like, at the end of the song... He's, like, trying to convince himself it's not so bad. You know, I got, I can get a good seat at a concert, even get stuff for free. But then he caves back into his insecurity. Is it because I'm an excellent guy or just because they're scared of me?
0: <laughs> well, see, that's what I think that, like, good songs, they yeah. do this. They, re- they take the light and they make you, like, really enjoy the song. But then they take it and they reflect it on society. And they're like, really look at yourselves mm-hmm. here. And I like, what I love about that line is he's like, you know what? All these things that people keep telling me—all these great, like, wonderful advice—and <laughs> you know, basically the great advice that people try to give—it's not great advice. Like, I, what I really need right now is a pair of electric legs. Stop giving me your advice and your aphorisms and all yeah, of that. I need that. Thoughts and prayers. Fucking legs. <laughs> <laughs> <Thoughts>. <laughs> so, uh,
2: hey, Michelle, you just hit the nail on the head. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Every time I hear thoughts and <laughs> prayers, I'm like, you may as well say uh, unicorn horns and fairy dust (laughs) what do you do do something real for me right
1: those are more valid I think
2: yeah Uh,
0: but also like how do we treat people that are paralyzed like so mm. he, like this reflection of like okay so we give them handicapped spaces and the idea is to like give make it easier for them to get into the stores but for people who have lost their legs in some ways that kind of feels demeaning like hey you guys can't do as much as we do and i like how he points that out like we need to be careful how we how we put this across and how people how they're taking it yeah. as well
2: well yeah i think that well, that's what i meant when i first brought this up at the beginning of the of the uh episode here is uh I don't, you know, I think it's pretty clear just based on what we know of Stephen and also just the the character of of the narration of the lyrics. Uh, obviously this is extremely tongue-in-cheek and I don't think uh, the intent is a- at all uh, malicious as certainly not no. to to poke fun at people who are paralyzed, but more it's more about it's not about the paralysis, it's about the the neurotic guy it happens to and it's about his perception of this and the the stupid things that he cares about you know the the, the lack of the cool story rather than <laughs> the fact that he's now paralyzed so I, I think to me that that's what makes it really funny and and uh i love the dark humor i think it's really great
0: but i think a really good point too is like that's what most of us do like let's face it the mm-hmm. mistakes that are really easy to admit to are the ones that have a great story and we could tell the people about it with, with a sense of humility at that point. If I fell and fell, you know parachuting and broke my back, that would be a really cool story. I, it, my life would suck, but that'd be a cool story. I broke my legs falling down the stairs over a pair of shoes:
2: You know, this reminds me, I thought that I had broken my back at one point, when I fell off an ATV.
1: Oh I was visiting my
2: brother gosh. out in the desert in Arizona. And we had these two quads and we were going out and it was was awesome. It was beautiful desert vistas and we were driving by these huge cactuses and we were going really fast and we were taking jumps and everything. I was like, this is awesome. And as I got more and more, uh, uh, you know, experience and I felt more and more confident, I started doing more and more, you know, like jumps and and things. Here's the thing. All that stuff, all the jumps and the dunes and the dips and, and the turns, totally fine. We get home. And I do a quote-unquote victory lap in his backyard. <laughs> and that is when I fall off. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning, and the, the ATV starts to turn more rapidly than I had expected. So it starts to lean to one side, and I just fell right off and landed right on my back. And oh. for like half a second, as I lay there dazed, I thought, well, now you've done it, Aaron. <laughs> now you're never going to walk again. And then I was like, no, no, okay, I'm okay. But man, did that hurt, and uh, I was uh, walking uh, very uncomfortably for like a couple months after that. I
1: wonder if you walking. cracked something.
2: Yeah, I think it was, uh, it could have been either a hairline fracture or just like really, really lucky and almost broke something, but uh, luckily it healed up fine. I'm I'm, I'm running, you know, five days a uh, week at the gym and stuff, so I'm. Should be good, but, uh, man, that was close and, yeah, kind of scary. But, uh, yeah, at least I would have had a pretty cool story, right?
0: (laughs) At least I I didn't fall down the stairs. I want to piggyback on that story for a second, Aaron, because there was (laughs) a year and a half ago, I was literally just walking down the stairs outside of my house, Yep, slipped on a piece of ice, this little patch of ice that was on my stairs, fell down the stairs, like the last three steps, hitting my back on each of the stairs, Laying in the dark on this icy patch of ground like no one knew I was out there, like half-conscious, and the thoughts going through my head were, this is a sucky story to be able to tell. Like, I fell (laughs) downstairs going to the store. (laughs) like, I don't remember what it was like milk or something And if this is like the story that I have to tell On how I broke my back this is gonna really This is before I heard this song So hearing this song and like really Reflected on that moment I'm like yeah that sounds Pretty realistic I think that's that's
2: why it's so Relatable is because we are social creatures Right so we know The first time we see anybody else The first time since whatever happened Happened the first question they're gonna ask Is what happened and we're gonna have to tell The story so like we're like, okay, are we alive? Yes, we're alive. Okay, what is the story going to be? <laughs> and that's like the next question because we're social creatures. I think that's really, uh, it's a really nice uh, comment to make on humanity.
0: Now, to to, <laughs> to play off that idea, Stephen does an amazing job with playing with the lyrics on that part where he, oh, yeah. we're matching oh, up yeah. parachute and parachutes. Like, mm-hmm. what a great para, you know a sound like homonym type situation uh, that he just plays off from. Is, I mean, I, I listen to it and I enjoy it every time I hear that, so.
2: Yeah, great wordplay. Agree.
0: So, uh, the other thing I really love about this song is the bridge. Like, I really enjoy, because Stephen takes this song where he's been singing pretty fast and, and on this pretty upbeat measure... And then all of a sudden on the bridge, he just takes it up a whole new notch. Almost to the point of like, hey, Ed, I can do that too. And almost to the point of rapping really, really fast. He's going so fast, he's almost blurring the lines. And I love it.
1: It's Steven's classic bridge. That's true. Where he lets it all come out.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So what was your take on... Aaron and I have been talking a lot. Michelle, we've been like overlapping you
2: here. Shut us up.
1: I love... I liked it. I, you know, the, I, I basically said everything I have to say about it. It just, I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around the fact that it was recorded during Born on a Pirate Ship. Because if I had to guess, I really would have thought it would have been an earlier song just because of the energy level, just because of the pace and the all of that. Hearing that it's the naked track definitely makes sense to me. Like that adds a little something to it. But again, the lyrics are so... I would like to... I Okay, Stephen Page, if you're listening, we really want you to come on the show, and I want to hear the story of this song, like what was the impetus mm. for oh. it. I would be very curious Definitely. to learn What that. You know, because usually it's more kind of relationship stuff, or... Mm-hmm failing as, not failing, but just sort of showing one's shortcomings as a human in relationship to others. And this is totally self-focused. You know what I mean? It's all centered around me. I broke my back. It's not anything to do with another person. Um, It's all about his own story. So it's just interesting to me, like that's slightly different than how things usually go um but i loved the harmonies you know the the pace the harmonies everything was luscious but it's funny aaron because i had the same thought when i first started listening to it like oh i don't think i'm gonna like this yeah like (laughs) uh you know like really i woke up and my legs were half asleep and then i'm like oh wait a minute and i started listening to the lyrics (laughs) and got sucked into the music and i'm like wow this is Really good. This sounds like them when they were young. That was my thought. Mm-hmm. This sounds like the Bare Naked Ladies when they were young, and so I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too, quite a bit. I wonder if they wrote it earlier than "Born on a Pirate Ship" and they just recorded it then. Maybe,
2: maybe they did. It's possible.
0: I mean, I've never seen it in any of the notes. Like when I've I've looked at notes <laughs> of like songs that they played at certain concerts yeah. prior to that. I've never seen it on any of their their listings of the the song lists from those shows. Um, it's definitely not pre-Gordon, as far as I can tell, because a lot of a lot of the shows pre-Gordon they'll list like what the the songs were. Or there's a couple of shows pre-Gordon uh, that they actually have recordings of, and I'll be referencing those on future episodes as well. Um, for example, at Massey Hall, and they don't play this song, so I'm wondering if it came out. Post Gordon, like if they wrote it post Gordon, somewhere between there and and Born on a Pirate Ship, um, that
2: happens a lot. You have a few songs that don't make it onto one album. You're like, oh, we can put it on the next one, and that's entirely possible.
1: I don't know. It's just it's interesting to me.
0: This is another song I want to highlight really quickly. Jim is playing his ass off on this song, no pun intended,
2: <laughs> and Tyler too.
0: Oh yeah. I, I that wrote, rhythm the drums section. Were great.
1: I thought the banjo was great. I was assuming yeah. it was Ed on the banjo, but I don't know. I didn't...
0: No, I, I think it would have to be because Jim was on bass. We all Stephen plays, but he he's always said like that that Ed is the better guitar player, banjo player than yeah. he is. Like I would have to assume with the fast picking that the banjo person was doing that that has to be Ed. It
1: sounded like Ed to me, but but who like am Jim I?
0: is just like. I separated it out and I tr as much as I could and Jim is just sitting there and like pulling on those strings left and right. He is just going to town on that on that upright bass. It is amazing.
1: He and Tyler are both excellent musicians, and I don't think they get the credit perhaps that they could, you know, that they're like Tyler is a solid drummer. He can oh, yeah. hold it down. And he is yeah. on it, you know what I mean. And I,
2: I noticed like he's really tight on. He this is so tight. Really song. He's
1: a tight drummer, and I just, I feel like people don't really think of him in that way. But if you stop and listen, it's like, oh man, he's all over that.
0: Oh
2: he yes, yeah, he's really talented.
1: We love you, Tyler. Tyler, if you want to come on the show, yeah, if you're
2: listening, come on the show. <laughs>
1: He would be an amazing interview. Tyler oh, Stewart yeah. He would monopolize the conversation But it'd be so much fun
2: oh, oh, That'd be totally fine We'd let him We need someone to make us uh, be quiet
1: <laughs> We'd let him Just once
0: in a while Throw a question his way And just let him go <laughs> Yeah
2: Well shall we do the ratings?
1: Yes
0: definitely
2: That
1: sounds great If I had a, wish, even a choice, I'd wake up So this week, the ratings, we're rating it by how many electric legs do we give this song? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Wonderful. And I'll start. What the heck? I'm here. Um, I liked this song. I like the sound. (laughs) If it's on, I will definitely listen to it. Would I seek it out? Not perhaps, but I love it. It's definitely solid. I'd like to know more about the story. And I wonder if they don't perform it because it is insensitive, you know what I mean? Like it's it's really I mean, <laughs> not cool if you're if you're taking it in a literal sense, like yes. that's not not okay these days. Um But is any like hopefully
0: anyone that listens to the song and please go out and listen to the song don't take it seriously it's never like this is one of those songs that is not meant to be taken seriously it's not meant to be poking fun at people
1: no i don't
2: think BNL has a malicious no i reality. don't
1: either but i could see where someone could take this the wrong way but again yeah. aaron i agree with you 100 percent. like it's about him lamenting the fact that he doesn't have a cool story for why he can no longer walk and that's what he's upset about
2: that's so great. Elliot. And that
1: kind of... That speaks to his ego a little bit, too. Like,
2: uh-huh. I
1: don't have a great story. That sucks. Um, so anyway, <laughs> long and short, love the song. I give it a solid 3.75 electric legs.
2: It's a very, very good amount of electric legs. Thank you. Aaron, <laughs> oh.
1: how about you? What do you give this? How many electric I, legs I, do you give this song? I hemmed and
2: hawed and went back and forth on this one. Um, ultimately... Um, because I'm, I'm trying real hard to, to look at the ratings of how I did the other songs and try and make it uh, relative. Um, uh, recently we entered the realm of 0.5s and now I'm going to um, I'm boldly going into the into the tenths places or the uh, the hunters places rather. Um, so I you know I like this uh, more than all in good time, but not quite as much as aluminum uh so i give this 3.75 electric legs very so, very respectable
0: interesting so two sets of legs but you're cutting the toes off one of them
2: yeah yeah we're almost <laughs> at two full sets of electric legs which is you know you can do a three-legged electric leg race with that and then uh have another one to use as a club <laughs> I don't
1: know. so you and i were completely agreed on this Aaron. is that a first yeah
2: I... We're right in the zone. No, we we agreed quite quite a bit. It's just that I think uh you know We, we got the we, same we thing
1: from the song. We got the same yeah, we, thing yeah. from it.
2: I think you and I were right in uh writing the, the links there.
1: Interesting. Tracy, how many I'm... electric legs do you give this song?
0: I am gonna blow the ratings off the scale at this point. Uh-oh. Uh oh. This to Here me is quintessential bare naked ladies for me. Like the sound the irreverence, the humor, the only thing that dings it a mark in, and for me is the the inconsistency between the paraplegic and the quadriplegic. So he goes from <laughs> from saying That's like true. that he could that he could put the spokes he could put uh, hockey cards in the spokes and he could do skids and he could do um, wheelies. And then he turns around and he says he can't give the finger to a clown. He can't brush his teeth. Um, so, to me, that dings it a little bit just because, well, be, be consistent now.
2: Well, maybe unreliable narrator. Maybe that's him <laughs> uh, trying to play up, oh, woe is me, how bad it is. And maybe that's part of the story, right? <laughs> <laughs> to play devil's advocate.
0: <laughs> You're playing devil's advocate against the person who loves the song. Is the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally literally when I say ding I mean it, yeah, it a little I, tiny I'm, ding I'm giving this 4.75 Ooh po- wow electric legs like wow. what When I say a ding I mean a ding
1: <laughs> 4.75 <laughs> so 4.75 You, 4. Casey, you,
2: this you is, put this up there with alternative girlfriend
0: I do I wow. I absolutely I have to I listened to the song 10 times today alone and it didn't wear down for me
2: it's a great song. The, I, I'm not going to deny that.
0: The only thing that I didn't, like, that, that was hard for me was not singing with it, like, every time I was trying to listen to it. And also having to turn off the thing every time that Stephen said ass with my kids in the car. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> I fell flat on my...
0: <laughs> and that's the other thing. the This song comes to a complete halt, and he just very matter-of-factly ends the song on... I fell flat on my ass. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just love it. It is everything that I love about Stephen's writing. Um, the I don't get why this didn't make it onto the album. It's a great song. Looking should, at the yeah. album, there's not a song I would take off that album. Even though I don't give any of them 4.75, or there's a couple I do, but not... Like, this is one of the highest ones. I can see why they wouldn't be able to add it on. However... Like, why did this never make the the Rarities tape? The Stop Us If You've Never Heard This One Before. Like, this should totally have been on the Rarities album. Why was it not? Um, And it just, it really rankles me. Um, But yeah, 4.75, that's my ranking for the week. Wow,
1: that's great. That's interesting. One thing that I will say, when I was listening to it, there was a certain part towards the beginning Uh, maybe in the second verse where I felt like it sounded familiar and I couldn't put my finger on what song it sounded like. Not like that other song that I, another postcard where I was like, oh my God, that's a total ripoff (laughs) of the other. Like it wasn't like that. I didn't react vehemently against it, but I'm like, I feel like this is sounding like another song and i'll have to listen again um to to pinpoint it but i was like huh and then it just you know i get sucked into the bridge and everything so i kind of forgot listen
2: it. to run around by blues traveler
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think there's similarities there but it doesn't like obvious nowhere
1: close it's, it's,
2: no it's it's not like it's a ripoff or anything no. it's just there's it's similar in some um
1: certain aspects I, in, will, in I will i some... will because maybe that was it maybe that's it
2: it's similar in some um, cosmetic ways, in yeah. some uh, very.
0: Because John uh, Popper doesn't have the to write about a quadriplegic. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> didn't he die?
0: I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel really bad if he did. Now I'm going to have to look that up and erase that. I he thought
1: did. he passed away.
0: Did he fall down some
1: stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, he had stomach surgery. I think he either died or had gastric bypass surgery or something.
0: I know he had gas. passing. I think he lost he's
2: still like 100. Around. I
1: don't want to, I don't wish him he's ill. Still alive. I don't wish he's him ill. Alive. I loved his harmonica vest. That was awesome. Um Yeah, he's, I lo-
2: oh I love blues We're not going to be wrong. It's not like I was saying that like there was a bad thing. I just uh, it seemed um, superficially right. similar in some aspects to that song. So Probably the 145.
1: Back is now in 7th place. It's in between All in Good Time. Wow. And baby seat. Yeah, that's, that's, which that kind of makes sense to me. I can, I can see that.
0: I can see that. So, appearances. I'm going to finish off our Juno edition and bring okay. us back to Juno Awards 2002. And there's one more wonderful interaction that they have with the crowd. One more time that they do a little skit. That year, they're walking through the crowd and talking to the audience that's there and playing parodies of different acts from the night as they walk up to those people that they're playing parodies from (laughs) or making fun of. Absolutely hilarious. As only Um, they can. Now, I don't know if you guys caught all of them because I didn't catch all of them. I didn't know all of them. Um, So I'm going to list through them in the order that I caught them. And if you guys got one that I didn't get, please let me know. So there's David Usher.
2: Yeah. The second
0: one I didn't get. I wasn't sure who they were talking about. And then they do Shaggy. Mm -hmm. Nelly Furtado. Mm -hmm. And then Ed talks to Jan. And he really, like, he plays up Jan really well. And he he mentions that it's Jan, but I don't know. Is it Jan Arden?
1: Praise. Was it Jan Arden? Let's see, that's the Canadian Jan that I know.
2: Yeah, I think it was Jan Arden.
0: Okay, that would make sense because he was like very, very uh, positive about her.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. He said Jan
0: is a queen. I think
2: go
1: Jan. <laughs> oh, I would, I <laughs> yeah. would get that in writing or something.
0: <laughs> and so then they come to two people who are supposed to be Carlos oh my Santana. God.
2: Okay, no, 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 not even though it wasn't supposed to. It was supposed to be Burton Cummings. What? And then was was that Jack Black as Burton it, Cummings it was the guest who? <laughs> and then at the end, he calls him Carlos Santana because he looks more like Carlos Santana <laughs> than Burton Cummings. That's what the joke was.
1: That's the joke. Okay.
2: That was hilarious. And then I got, was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, is that Jack Black?
1: Jack Black <laughs> needs got... to be an honorary member of the Bare Naked Ladies. That would be oh. so oh, man. good.
0: I would He's love a to see him treasure. open for a, ser- for a tour. Oh,
2: like, dude. I, I was fortunate enough to catch uh, Tenacious D live in Portland, Maine. Once, oh, it was that must have movie. been.
1: I love his vocals. It just.
2: It, listen to this. It was, uh, if I remember correctly, Tenacious D, and then it was Jimmy Eat World, and then it was Weezer. Wow. And Tenacious D, easily. <laughs> they were, even though they were the first band, they stole the show. There was nothing that anyone else could do after that that would compare. I can imagine. They were hilarious and awesome.
0: Well, and that's a weird mixture of sound. It was a weird sound. lineup.
2: <laughs> Weezer was really good, but honestly, if, when I closed my eyes, I was just like, are they just playing the CD? Like, in a certain... They got to a- admire, like, the technical skill, but if that is them actually playing live, it sounds exactly like the damn mm-hmm. CD. But, like, I am a jazz musician, and I like to hear... Uh, I want to hear the vocalist crack with emotion in their voice, and I want to hear, mm-hmm. like, uh, the, the guitarist go off the page and do something different and improvise. So, like... Uh, I know I sound really snobbish, probably saying all this, but that's me. That's that's who I am, and, and so I was a little disappointed. I mean, I thought they were great, and there was a lot of fun. But you're, Tenacious you're, D just blew everybody out of the water.
0: You're gonna love Break Your Heart in a few weeks, then. Um, nice, uh, because that that so is totally good. exactly up your
1: alley. It's from what one you're of you're my favorites, Aaron. You're going to love it, especially the person. live version. You're gonna. I'm gonna insist. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm going to insist <laughs> that you listen to the live version because. That's where it's at. And Break Your okay. Heart does
0: just that. It breaks your heart to listen to it.
1: And it's so good. If you want to talk about a bridge where Stephen reveals all, it's oh, that song. That's the definitely. that's the ultimate. We're giving spoilers away. but Yes, well. we'll get to
0: that one in about a month and a half here. But that is, yeah, you're going to love it. Oh, and to finish that off, by the way, the mm. finish of that skit was Frank Caliendo next to Jack Black.
2: Okay, I knew I recognized recognize <laughs> him as well. That's funny. Wow, I, was it, that's great. Was it
0: Frank Caliendo or oh, who is that other one that Frank was on Frank Caliendo Mad is TV? the guy who
2: does like John Madden, right? Yeah, it,
0: it was either Frank Caliendo or the other one that's on Mad TV often. I can't remember. I, I don't Frank have Caliendo. All
2: I remember is his John Madden impression. With yes. <laughs> But anyways, so anyways, uh, and I'll also be I putting up two
0: promos that they had for for that uh, Junos as well. But they're only like ten seconds long, so I didn't want to use that as our as our uh, appearance for the week. Oh, also, sure. also, should mention that Family Guy did a parody of BNL this weekend. <laughs> if you it, and I'm not going to use it as an appearance because they don't actually appear on it; they're not credited. And I mean, that's totally not ed's voice in the least um if it is then he hides it really well but but peter griffin does a does a six second tv show <laughs> where it's to, in order to catch the the millennials attention span <laughs> <laughs> and so he has uh, he has been oh, one of his six second t- tv shows is he has bnl come on and they go it's bet and that's it that's the end of the show <laughs> That's great. That's so, hilarious. That's great. But uh, since it wasn't them, I didn't list that as a, uh, actual, actual appearance for the week. So. So we look forward to your constructive criticism. Um, on how to improve the show or just add to our discussion uh so please send us an electronic postcard with chimpanzees uh by visiting us on facebook or twitter um at bare naked abcs visit us at sp- com, all one word or writing us the bare naked truth of the matter at bare naked abcs at gmail.com also, if you're from Canada, especially the Scarborough area, we would love to have you on to discuss your experience with being from that area. And especially if you went to the same school as the boys, that would be wonderful. Um, so feel free to, to let us know if that's interesting to you.
1: That would be kind of fun. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: can always get it right, Earlier tonight, I shared how I fell down the stairs and and broke, pretty much almost broke my back, almost herniated two of my spine, Um, and you know I was in severe pain for weeks. I crawled all the way back to my house. Um, I was literally hoping that I wasn't dying at the time. (laughs) And you know while I was laying there, I wish I had known that song because that would have like totally gone through my head the whole entire time. You know, put me in a much better mood than it did. But I have a really morbid sense of humor, by the way. But I didn't know the song, and it put me in a really bad mood for weeks while my back was healing. Um, Every day was a bad day, and just like one bad day after another. You know, some days would be less bad than others, but pretty much every day for a month was like a bad day. And any anyway, well, that was my story. But I lost track of what I was. Saying,
2: I think you're saying next uh, week's
0: song is. But (laughs) pain makes (laughs) of us all. (laughs) Maybe that's you know what between now and then I'll probably remember what next week's song is. So
2: I hope you have a good day. It's right on the
1: tip of your tongue. I bet. Yeah, (sighs) it's there somewhere. It's it's so close. Uh, I'll I'll figure it
2: out. It's just a bad day for memory. Bad day. Oh,
1: bad day. Oh, Oh, that's what it was. Yes, next week we'll be
0: covering bad day. So. (laughs) So we'll see you all next week. Yeah, have a good
2: one. Have a good
1: week, everyone. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets,
3: except maybe one. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.